You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for May 27th. He's played Chaucer, tennis pro Peter Colt, and the Unabomber, and on the day he was cast as Vision, he was told his career was dead. Actor Paul Bettany turns 50 today. Paul Bettany was born in London in 1971, the son of Thane and Anne Bettany, a pair of performers and theater teachers. Paul dropped out of school at 16, and for a while made his living as a busker, playing guitar on the streets of London. At 19, he returned to school at Drama Centre London, leading to performances on stage with the Royal Shakespeare Company and in London's West End, and on screen in a BBC production of Oliver Twist. Bettany first drew the eye of mainstream American audiences playing Geoffrey Chaucer in 2001's A Knight's Tale. Writer-director Brian Helgeland wrote the part specifically for Bettany, and refused all attempts by the studios to cast someone more well-known. After production finished, Helgeland shared Bettany's audition tape with other Hollywood directors, leading Ron Howard to cast Bettany in A Beautiful Mind, alongside stars Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly. Bettany and Connelly became close friends on set, despite the fact that she was his childhood celebrity crush. He proposed to her around the time the film premiered, and the pair were married in 2003. Bettany's first leading role in Hollywood was 2004's Wimbledon, playing tennis champion Peter Colt. Colt's manager was played by actor and director John Favreau. Favreau was still a few years away from directing Iron Man, but he ended up reaching out to Bettany with a very particular role in mind. Although not for the reason you'd think. Learn more after this. <laughs> I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast. August 19th. One of Star Trek's biggest icons. Or celebrity fans. Or both. will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Tweet us. Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Live long and prosper. When Jon Favreau began production on Iron Man in 2006, he didn't know what the MCU would become, but he did know exactly who he needed to play Jarvis, Tony Stark's AI assistant. I got a phone call from Jon Favreau saying, I need the voice of a personalityless robot, and I thought of you immediately, Bettany said in an interview with GQ. I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard, so I said, yes. Iron Man, of course, kicked off the largest franchise in cinema history, and Bettany returned to the disembodied role of Jarvis four times. Not that he was complaining about his lack of screen presence. As he told Esquire, I was given a job where I had to speak into a microphone for about two hours, and then everybody was thoroughly pleased with me, and they gave me a big bag of cash. Outside of the MCU, Bettany's careers had its ups and downs. In an interview with the BBC before the premiere of Infinity War, he mentioned a shouting argument he had with a producer, who will remain nameless, who told Bettany his career was over and he was done in Hollywood. To quote Bettany, And I thought, maybe I'm done. I'm done in the business. 
I stepped out into Hollywood and I sat on the sidewalk with my feet in the gutter and my phone rang. It was Joss Whedon and he said, do you want to play the Vision in the next Avengers movie? And I said, yes I do. Bettany's performance as Vision didn't just help bridge the gap between Phase 2 and Phase 3 of the MCU, it kicked off a new iteration of Marvel Television in WandaVision. And odds are good we'll be seeing more of him as Marvel kicks off Phase 4. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for May 27th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.